When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Saturday Session Cricket Update. Thanks to Razine for expert paint and colour advice. Indeed, it is time for our cricketing update. Voice of God at SCNZ. Lift your game, mate. We all know the segment is now called Swinging Both Ways. The people love it. They love Affectionately, it. lovingly known as Swinging Both Ways with Razine. Uh, Razine for expert paint and colour advice. All right, first uh, chance for Grant and I to talk uh, sport we uh, both love and adore. Uh, and the first thing I'm going to do is um, vet Grant Elliott's a current but very likely to change an often World Cup eleven. How did it go, Finn? Oh. I'm sure Finn's already done this over the last couple of weeks while I've been away. Um, so the actual New Zealand squad was Williamson, Bolt, Chapman, Conway, uh, Ferguson, Henry, Latham, Mitchell, Nisham, Phillips, Ravindra, Santner, Sodi, Southey, and Young. In in your last eleven, and I said. I, I emphasise 11 with a bit of stress because you actually had named about 16 people because you sit on a picket, picket fence more than I do. You had Young and Allen opening alongside Conway. Yep, he had a bracket there. He had a bracket at number three, Daryl Mitchell or Kane Williamson. He had Phillips and Mitchell bracketed at four. Latham, um, Nisham and Foxcroft um, bracketed at number six. Well, sorry. Mm-hmm. Dean didn't make it. Um, Santner at seven. Sodi and Southey at eight. Ferguson. Henry and Bolt. Okay, so it's it's not the worst effort. Yeah, I think there's, there's a couple of names there that, um, I mean, I always knew Young and Conway. After speaking to Gary Stead in Pakistan, you could sort of see where it was going. And you mentioned that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, we like, what I, what I discussed in the show uh, last week was that, I guess, you know, we've gone with a test batting lineup. So if you look at Young, Conway, Williamson, as your top three. Then you've got Mitchell at four. Then you've got Latham at five. That's a test batting lineup. And, I mean, Nisham's played um, played test cricket as well. Um, Glenn Phillips has. But I'm saying out-and-out test players. So you're going with, I guess, a strong batting lineup, which gives you the flexibility of potentially either playing that all-rounder which or uh, an out-and-out bowler. But with Saudi, Saudi probably unlikely to be there, I'd say. Um, Mark Chapman was a surprise for me. And so was Rachin Ravindra, not because of the class of the, that, that they've got. I mean, Mark Chapman scored an unbelievable 100 in Pakistan. Yeah, his, his form in Pakistan. That was the first time we started talking about him as a contender yeah. for the World Cup. Well, he wasn't going to stay on for the, the T20s and then suddenly scored that 100 and then stayed on mm. on the tour. And it was kind of like, you know, give him as many opportunities as possible. And same as Rachin Ravindra, he's been given a lot of opportunity because Mitch Satin has been injured um, and um, I think had the birth of his, his first child. So... Rachin Ravindra got you know four wickets and sixty in the last game that he played in England, um, and you know he he's shown real form. He'll go to Bangladesh as well. But the reason why I probably didn't pick him is because I thought, well, we've already got that left arm spin, but he does, I guess, replace the likes of Satin and give you that extra option. I just felt like we needed an off spinner, and when Michael Bracewell got injured, I thought, okay, well, who is there? There's Colm Conkey. Yep. So you know, in Bangladesh, he's going to be there. 
There's, um, you know, Foxcroft, I thought, was an outside chance. Yeah, so you all felt they could do a good job. It was just you wanted someone to It was, yeah, something, something different, yeah. And, you know, like I've been, I've been looking at our stats in India, and, and this was against India, but I've only taken the stats from 2010, so not from uh, 1987. And the reason why 2010 is because the rules changed in one-day cricket. You can't really take a, um, you know, a section of cricket where there was no power plays and you know, power plays changed, the number of people you could send out. Obviously, the, the explosive nature of cricket as well, I think, changed uh, during IPL and, you know, the, a decade ago or more than a decade ago, 13 years ago. And when I look at that, I look at um, you know, the average scores there's only been one score over um, 300 since 2010. So, wow. Yeah. So 337, that was in Hyderabad in uh, this this year. Oh, by us. 18th of January. Sorry, I yeah. misheard. I thought you were talking about everyone in the world. No, New Zealand versus India. Um, so, you know, 285. Um, actually, there was another score, 315 in Bengaluru in 2010. So two scores of over 300. Now... The big question is, is do we have the explosive nature to get over 300 when we're playing that sort of test lineup? When you look at the likes of Williamson, Conway, Young, um, Mitchell. Mitchell's got explosive power. Latham. So I look at them, I'd say we're quite conservative. So if a team gets over 300, they assess the conditions well. It's real batting conditions. We're under pressure with the ball. Can we get those big scores? We saw South Africa score 416 the other day. Heinrich Klaassen, 174 we, and just 83 balls. We said this ahead of the 2019 World Cup. You remember there was the, that scoring binge, right? England yeah. especially, where um, yes. on, on surfaces they prepared, totally. scoring at a remarkable rate. Then you get to the tournament with the surfaces prepared by the ICC, and New Zealand's adaptability came to the fore. But they, they were able to recognise what's a good score. Yeah. You do wonder how different the surfaces are going to be in India to the ones the B, BCI prepare. Yeah. Well, know, and I know there's fans right now flippantly saying they're the same thing, right, Daniel? Uh, yeah. favour the home side. You might well be right. Yeah. But there was a discernible difference between the tracks in England when England were playing a home series to what we saw in the in the World Cup. Mm. Um, so I'm sort of gonna. I think we take a, a bit of a breath and actually wait to what what we, what we see there. But I think those those points are valid about power, and that's why Phillips, who probably is not as established as a one day player. Um, is in the thinking. Chapman's boundary hitting ability too, yeah. and Nisham, of course, um, has legit power. We all yeah. know that. I think I think it'll be interesting to see if if Kane the Kane o'clock. It sounds like he is going to the World Cup, but Henry Nichols has been batting at three. So Henry Nichols, you know, he went to England. He batted at three. So all of a sudden, you've got a placeholder there. You've got a. And I was surprised to not see him in the squad. I thought that maybe he'd be in the squad as the player that can, you know. For those those fans that remember, Henry Nichols opened the batting. He was pushed from middle order to opening the batting in the 2019 World Cup, got a half century in the final. Yep. And he's one of those players I talk about that has experience. So under pressure. Good in the field. Yeah, good in the field, solid. He's Cantabrian as well, so steady would love him. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, we've got enough keepers in this team. We've got Glenn <laughs> Phillips, you've got Devin Conway, you've got Tom Latham. Uh, there's enough people that, that, that can... Um, and. Uh, I thought Adam Milne was unlucky. Um, I would have loved to have seen him. But Lockie Ferguson is going to play such a crucial role here because he's not in as good a form as he should be. You know, average 50, and I'd say our bowlers probably didn't get the wickets that they wanted to get in the England series. Um, 
But Lockie Ferguson is crucial because he's one of those players that you go, right. He's a difference maker at his best. Yeah, and if, if Bolt, Bolt's our Shaheen Shahafridi, comes on, gets two early wickets, you know, and then suddenly you've got Matt Henry, hopefully you can chip in with one, maybe two. Then you've got Lockie Ferguson. And as a captain, if you can bring him on and you go, I just want three spells out of you. I want a three-over spell, a four-over spell, and a three-over spell. And those seven overs of the ten are going to be all-out wicket-taking. I just want you to take wickets. The last three might be death bowling just for damage control. Um, but then it's how, because I think our spin will be solid with Satna and whether we play that the all-rounder, the crutch of the all-rounder. We always, as New Zealand, we always seem to love the crutch of the all-rounder. I'd like to see a specialist bowler there in place of the all-rounder. And I'm an all-rounder myself, but I think in Indian conditions, I think you have to back your batters and you have to back a bowling team that can either bowl defensively or in an attacking way to win a game. Before we move off this uh, World Cup squad, um, I'll be a little bit unfair here. Trent Bolt made the team. Are you worried about everyone's hurt feelings? <laughs> no, I'm not worried about it. You came around feelings. They came around in the you, end. You came around? Uh, no, I've come around. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just think, yeah, well, you know my thoughts on it. And I just think New Zealand cricket need to make a stance on these players that can be fluid with how they represent their country. He's a unicorn though, isn't he? He's a bit different. Yes, there's not many unicorns, but at least the narrative should be he's still contracted to New Zealand and dedicated to New Zealand, therefore he will be available for world tournaments. Not Trent Bolt has not accepted a contract, which means we're not going to be playing him. So to, with Jimmy Neesham? Uh, not really a Red Bull option anymore, so that's yeah. you know, just me being a little bit silly. Uh, let's move on. Strong um, squad. It's a strong squad. Bangladesh, it's a much different squad, um, of course. Just Tell the, the, the audience, the listeners, about the challenges of playing in Bangladesh. Unfortunately, you've been on the wrong side <laughs> once or twice. Well, you know what? Bangladesh. I always felt that when we toured Bangladesh, the first person they found was me. I don't know why. <laughs> like every, every tour. Shakib needs some wickets. Yeah. Every, <laughs> every tour. Every time we toured Bangladesh. But to be fair, there were a lot of people that had hamstring injuries as well when the Bangladesh <laughs> tour came. There was always injuries. And I was like, geez, you know, like, why do I always have to go to Bangladesh to play? It was a nightmare, especially Dhaka. So Dhaka, how can I describe the pitch, okay? It would be like having one really abrasive, dusty bit on the pitch with about 20 centimeters squared. On a good length. On a good length, hitting the top of off. And then just right next to it or right in front of it is a block of ice. So it either hit, you know, a dusty bit and stopped and turned or it hit this like block of ice and just skidded on. So you never felt in. You just felt like, you know, the bowler always had your number. I eventually got to the point where I was like, right, okay, I went to Bangladesh for the second time. I went, my game plan is I'm just going to run at the spinner. I'm just going to run at every ball and just, you know... Get in front of it. If I get to the pitch, I can at least maneuver the, myself around the, um, the the innings and and play an attacking brand. The first time I go out, it's it's spitting a bit, and there's Duckworth Lewis is looming where we can't lose a wicket. <laughs> no. If we lose a wicket, we're potentially losing this game. Oh, Enter Grant Elliott I'm facing run on him, Sakib Al Hassan. Now you're wondering, am I going to run past it? No, so yeah. I, no, no, so I'm not I, running at him. I'll run past and get out. So I was happy because it wasn't turning that much that day. It was one of those like icy wickets. It was just skidding on really low. So anyway, 
I run to the first, I get to the pitch, and my spikes, the pitch is so hard, my spikes slide on top of the spit, uh, the pitch. I end up doing the splits, and I scamper back to my crease. I manage to get behind the crease so that I don't get stumped. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Jeez, that was stressful. And now I'm thinking, well, I can't run down the wicket anymore because I'm going to slide. I just had no confidence in you know my, my sprigs. Um, sort of penetrating the pitch and giving me a bit, a bit of grip. I'm sorry. So, you can't scamper when you're doing the splits. Well, I sort of like slid back. I don't know how. We've yeah, got to get footage of this. Scamper's like moving quickly, right? Like you move quickly. There's yeah. no way you're like... Bad description. <laughs> slid. I slid back in. You pained your way back to the... Yeah. So then next ball, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm a bit flustered. I'm like, I've just got to stay in my crease. <laughs> Straight on the pad. LBW gone. <laughs> now, I've played... I've played... Oh, that gives I played nine one-day games in Bangladesh, and we won one. We won what one game. What were your game. scores? Finn, write these down. What were your scores? Oh, no. I don't know if we want to go to that. I, did get, I got 150, I think. I think I got 150. Um, as Daniel McCarty goes into the yeah, Crick it. Info <laughs> database. But I think what you should do is you should compare them to the stats of other players when we went to Bangladesh. Because the fact no. that... I, fa- I like to build a narrative here, Grant. The fact that we won one out of nine um, shows you that it wasn't just me that was struggling. There were a lot of players that were struggling in Bangladesh. So the conditions are challenging. The, um, the fans are challenging because they're so aggressive. They're so aggressive towards the Kiwis. They start uh, chanting Kiwi wash every time we, we, you know, we were <laughs> losing 3 0. Actually, you did all right. Did I? Yeah, you got a second ball dark LBW as you just described. Yeah. Um, then I got, you got a two. Then you got two. Then you got twenty-two of forty-two. Then fifty-nine off one hundred and five. And then seventy-one off seventy-seven. Uh, I can't even remember that seventy. Well played though. Oh, then you got a really exhilarating fourteen off thirty-two. I think what you want to see. It would have been fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, as you can see, even with my skill, they're challenging <laughs> conditions. <laughs> Very challenging conditions. Speaking of which, White Ferns, challenging conditions. South Africa, we know South Africa is a good side, hard to beat at the best of times. We saw how, you know, how close it was between these two teams to the Women's World Cup in our conditions. Uh, the first game is, it's tomorrow, isn't it? I had, I had it up. Yeah, Crick Info actually isn't advertising it at the moment, but um, from my knowledge, uh, it is starting very soon. I know that they, they went over almost four or five days ago. Um, and I think it's just a great opportunity for, for the White Ferns team to to get their combinations right. I think it's been a team that's yep. been struggling for a number of years to get combinations. We always see someone like Sophie Devine, the big players, either go down the order or up the order. I think that they need to be settled. They've they've had this coach, Ben Sawyer, now for a number of years, and, and I know that he's, he's more of a uh, franchise coach. He sort of comes in and out of the squad. But I think what we need from this squad is settled players. We need settled players, settled roles, and more consistency. And South Africa are always a good team to yep. play. The more cricket they're getting, the better they will become. And Sunday, uh, 10 a.m., local time. Yeah. So, yeah, great great little... Uh, and that's local time, 10 a.m. Yeah, I assume so. I've yep. never heard of Senwoo's Park. Senwoo's Park? Where is that? I'm just looking for... Where does it say that? The, the big oh, highlighted thing. Sandvest Park, right yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. Sandvest <laughs> yeah. Park. I mean, I, I, I... Oh, my just, Lord, how do you say that? The second game's... Peter Maritzburg Oval. Yeah, which is? Uh, yeah. That's near Natal. Near Natal. So that's Thursday. So yeah. Sunday, Thursday, 
then Sunday, three okay. one-day internationals, then they get into the T20 series, Durban which again. I think is five, isn't it? Six. Three in Buffalo Park, um, and then Willowmill Park. 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 <laughs> Park. <laughs> you can't help but say, there you go. You know, it comes out of me every now and then. Um, but, Daniel, I've got to tell you a funny story. You know, We've so got about a minute. Can okay. Get it done funny in a story in Bangladesh. Daniel, uh, Daniel Vittori said, listen, guys, I need you to listen. You have to listen. Team talk. On the field, whenever I've been watching you guys, no one's looking at me as captain. And I need. And we're 3-0 down. So it was an aggressive speech. It was right. kind of like, keep your eyes on me. When he gets I'm, angry, it's red. Yeah, I'm down at third man. Anyway, first ball gets hit for four. The music starts blaring. I turn around. I look at the crowd. They're pulling. Kiwi wash. Yeah, Kiwi, kiwi wash. <laughs> but they're pulling aggressive big birds at me. Right, right. And signs that they want to slip my throat. So I think. Oh, I'm go- Panga. They're, they're doing that. Yeah. Excellent. So I think, oh, I'm going to be nice to the Bangladesh crowd. And I'm going to start dancing to the tune. So there I am with my back turned the to the captain. Seal, giving and, them what they want. And I'm going like this, up and down. And I'm one finger in the air, left, right, left, right, doing a jig. Anyway, the crowd's sort of loving it. I can see, okay, while they're warming to me, they're not going to abuse me for the, the, the rest of the game, all 50 overs. But while I'm doing that, I hear people screaming. And the screaming is coming from Brendan McCullum and Daniel Vittori. <laughs> They've moved me from the boundary all the way up to the inner ring no, on the first ball of the game. I was like, what are the chances? They hadn't, though. I was so embarrassed. You weren't paying any attention. I wasn't paying any attention. One so this story still gets told about my um, lack of concentration. And goldfish. Field. We love you, Goldfish. Yeah. Grant the Goldfish Elliot, as we uh, call him behind the scenes. Uh, lovely stuff. Um, good luck to the White Ferns. Good luck to the Black Caps. Uh, and, of course, SCNZ uh, will be right across all the cricket in what is a massive few months, of course, um, with cricket coming home to SENZ domestically. Uh, All Black Caps and White Ferns games will be heard live on this station. Uh, That was Swinging Both Ways, our cricketing segment with Razine. Time to paint, get a quality finish with Razine Paints. Decorating Kiwi homes since 1946. The big boss man's going to join us shortly, Grant. The boss. Yeah, Isaac Boss, former Irish international halfback, and of course, a uh, good friend of SCNZ. We'll talk the big game this weekend at Rugby World Cup 2023 after this break. Stay with us.